Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Wednesday morning to you. How you doing? Rainio Dampo David, I tell you what, I was thinking about this Patton Cook, John Burton here in a minute. I was thinking about this, uh, Patton. Um, I I prefer 50 and rainy and damp to 10 degrees and sunny and bright. Does that make sense? Yeah, the bar. All day long. Yep. The bar is very low after what uh, last week was. I, yeah. I, I would take just about anything, quite yeah, frankly. I, I 40 mean, and rainy, I, I would have Finally washing everything away. How you doing, man? Good. Doing well. Yeah. Happy uh, happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, Greg. Yeah, I don't do the hump day thing. I mean, okay. you know, it's too much of a cliche for me. True. Because is it, you know, is it really in the middle? Well, not really because, of course. No, it is. Right. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, hump. Right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, do you, but you know, in our country, you know why we have the work of Monday through Friday, 40 hours, that eight to five, you know where that came from, right? Henry Ford, uh, in the, um, in, in, in the early, whenever that was 1900s or what we went, he was the one that formalized our work schedule of a Monday through Friday, nine to five type of mentality off on Saturday, Sunday that came that that's been a hundred years ago. And, and so that's why I'm moving to France. They, <laughs> they, uh, they work like, uh, four days a week yes. and take, they each get a month of vacation and that's why they're happy. All right. So what's going are, do we have a coach yet? I mean, I know we do, but we don't until we do. Right. Yes. Nothing uh, official as of now. I will be feverishly, uh, refreshing X, um, and seeing if anything happens, but nothing as of yet. No, uh, but once that happens, you maybe start to hear some of the assistant coaches and stuff like that. But from all accounts, I know we kind of talked about it yesterday. It's almost a foregone conclusion. Uh, Bill Callahan will be joining his son yeah. with the Titans. So that's, but nothing official yet. Yeah. So uh, we're in the uh, the mix of all that, and you know who does he bring in? Yeah. Now as his offensive coordinator, he says he's you know, going to call plays probably, and it's going to be the Zach Taylor. You know. You know. Brian Callahan model up there. One was the offensive coordinator. One called plays. You know what it, what it was? You know what it was? What's it was that? a collaboration. It was. We love that. We it, love collaboration. Oh, we're, we, we just all collaborate. Yes. Let's just all get together to big old collaborative hug. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, you make a good point because for a young shot, uh, kind of offensive coordinator, I mean, the main draw is to call plays, but maybe someone not totally ready to do that. Like, a Brian Callahan, it, it does show it can be done. You can still get a job even though you're not calling plays. So, yeah, offensive and defensive coordinators are going to be uh, key. You wonder how many 
Bengals uh, assistance will be brought over. But something you talked about yesterday, even though the age is younger compared to maybe some of the other coaches, He's been in the league forever. Right? Yeah, I never so he, thought he of knows, him. And, and JB of and I got going back and forth with a little, right. you know, verbal tennis there. Uh, I don't, there's a, you know, like I consider you an old, what are you, 26? 25. I consider you an old 25. Right. I'm, I'm 51. I consider me a young 51. I agree. You know what? I know I'm serious because about, you know, at 30, I never thought of Callahan being young because of his longevity in it. It was the ones that are in that 33, Lane Kiffin, when he was hired, that's young, you know, snotty, you know, runny, you know, all the little (laughs) punk, that kind of stuff. I know I like the hire. I I thought it was the one that, that should have been from, from day one, just because of the body work. And, you know, he's been five years. I mean, what Burrow's only been through three of these years, right? Right. He just completed his third year. Burrow. Well, I think it's more than that, surely. Burrow? Yeah. He's been in the league more than three years? Yeah, because last year would have been his second, and the third, that was when he beat the Titans at home, and I believe he had a year or two before that. So it's either four or five Wow. Because yeah, he signed his, uh, he's on his second contract already. Because he was brought over with Zach Taylor, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> and he's year four or five now. Um, and, and I just Googled Joe Burrow and it, uh, the headline comes up. He bought a $7.5 million house in Cincinnati after he got his contract extension. Yep. That was two days ago. He's, he's packing like a mighty mill, just like John Burton. That's right, baby. Baby. Money never sleeps. I just watched that movie the other day. Wall Street, the sequel mm-hmm. to Wall Street. It's pretty, uh, yeah. it, it wasn't well received, but it was, it was a pretty good concept. You know, Michael Douglas's character, Gordon Gecko, gets out of jail after all those years, assuming you saw the first one and, um, you know, kind of goes back to what he was before. It's, it's Shia LaBeouf's in it. It's pretty good. How you guys doing? You know, 10 days ago, people didn't know how to drive in the snow. Now they don't know how to drive in the rain. So there's <laughs> more of them out there that I yeah. noticed that today that we're back to our normal. Yes. Yeah. And I was just telling Pat, and I said, I'd, I'll take 50 and dreary yeah. over 10 and sunny Well, it's going to get up to 65 day. today, ah, you know. And you know I'm, what? I'm we actually, do the show without my shirt. Well, we actually need the rain because of the drought situation, number one. And number two, it gets rid of all the snow. You know, it's going to, the warm weather and the rain combined is going to get rid of all the snow. So, we'll take it. Okay, Harry. Harry. Henry. I'm Harry. Harry. Who's Who's Harry? Who's Harry? He's a, any, uh, he's, any, a, he's a buddy. Any smoke from the Vatican yet, guys? Nothing. Nothing. We sat around like I went. In, I got into work, you know, early yesterday, which surprised a lot of people. And uh, <laughs> you know, plus it was Tuesday. I'm normally off, so so Rory comes back to the desk, to my desk, and he's like, "All the producers are like sitting around in a sewing circle, like, you know, what's going on with the Titans? John's here. Does he know? Does he know what's going on? Why is he here?" But you know, we just, Brian and I, we just sat around, you know, Steve was off last night. He was with Belmont who got, uh, who lost again last night. Um, you know, we're just sitting around waiting for the announcement. When's the press conference? Give us the official press release so we can go with it. Still nothing. I mean, I don't, you know, how long do these things take? Normally not this long. Now, is there, is there a snag? I don't, I doubt it. I think they're just, you know, in the final, still in the final stages of things, but I just, you know, the thing that gives me, doesn't give me pause 
so much is the fact that like the Titans haven't come out and say, hey, these reports are wrong. We have not offered our head coach to anybody. We, you know, They're so, still working on how much collaboration right, Brian Callahan right, yeah. will have. <laughs> yeah. So see, that's the point right here. That's what we don't need snarky Patton. Okay. No, I like snarky Patton. I, I keep know it, you keep do. it up. That's good. You yeah. you want to you know you want snarky Patton's good. You want to turn him to a jerk like you? That's fine. All right. Uh, you know we <laughs> we can all be jerks sometimes. <laughs> oh, some are some better than others. Oh well, yeah, no doubt about yeah, it. Yes, yeah. I said it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but that is that, that is the word that none of us you know yeah. we're all sick of hearing. I wouldn't worry about. I wouldn't worry. About nah, it's all good. It's yeah. whenever they get it's around. It's a fait accompli. Yeah. They just gotta you know they just gotta you know I'm sure. But I thought for sure that here's what I thought yesterday, right, guys? I thought yesterday we would have the press release, and then the press conference would probably be today. So maybe it's maybe it's uh, maybe everything's pushed back a day. But I expect the official announcement to come sometime today, and I expect. A press conference either tomorrow or Friday, and if not, what? Uh, we'll just keep. We'll just wait yeah, it out. Yeah, it, it's yeah, they're on their own time over there, and that's fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, so who's going to bring in? You know, I think you know. Obviously, obviously, his dad. We've talked a lot about that, but the coordinators he brings in, it'll be a lot like the model he just left, right? Where. The head coach calls the plays. The offensive coordinator doesn't. Um, so if you're an offensive, I would coach, guess initially, yeah. you know, uh, at least for year one, I would expect that to be the case. And uh, you know, well, Zach Taylor's done that from day one, right? I mean, that's sort of the model. I don't know. Well, we'll what I'm saying is, who's yeah. calling plays in this league as a head coach? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Um, Big Vay. Big Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Yeah. Shanahan. So Callahan. What I'm saying is, at least for year one, I would imagine Callahan will call the plays, and then you know, if it goes well, he'll probably keep doing it. I know in Cleveland, you know they've, you know Stefanski's pretty bullish on calling his own plays. A lot of people want him to just you know give the play. Well, they just fired their OC, so that's not going to happen. Alex Van Pelt was their quote unquote OC, but it's Stefanski's offense and all that, you know, and they made. The playoffs, what two years out of the last three or whatever it is, or last four. So, you know, like I said, I would I would imagine that Callahan will call his own plays at least, or call plays, I should say, at least in year one. Yeah, and I was um, you were at. I thought Burrow had just completed his third year, just completed his fourth year, uh, and so wanted to get that you know down. The first year only started ten games. Last year only started ten games. Only played in ten games, obviously, because of the injury. Um, so, so we just so in a holding pattern right now, trying to determine. You know, oh, it, it's is it good for talk radio though? I mean, oh, what they're gonna do? What are they doing over there? Yeah, they're they're on their own time. So, should Amy take questions? Yes, or be uh, in a controlled environment with? A one singular reporter. No, she should, she should step to the podium mm -hmm. and take questions. Yeah. She won't, but she sh that's what I think she I should do. You know, oh, I think I agree with you. I don't know that maybe not this time she might, quite frankly, because of what you just said. We don't expect her to. And we're so, we're just like, you know, the thing about it is she has a, a, uh, uh, a disarming personality. She does. Right? Yes. And that she could navigate. If she can't navigate 
the knucklehead questions over because, there. Yeah, because they're then, coming. Yeah. I mean, but I think that's why she does. But it's not that I don't, you know, at first, I don't think she's. <laughs> you're a, you're just, sighing within. Yeah, we, well, uh, I'm, I'm thinking. Breaking what? news. All right. Uh, Callahan has just been named the Titans head coach. Oh, okay, there all right. Go. There's the, the smoke. smoke. There the smoke's go. come from the Vatican. Have they? Uh, any news on a on a press conference? Uh, nothing as of yet. Okay. All right. Yep. So there you go. Uh, there, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just refreshed. Uh, at nine fifteen, which was one minute ago, mm-hmm. uh, Titans press release. Yes, the press conference uh, tomorrow afternoon at one o'clock. Oh, there you go. But I think it's weird because I think she's like good at them. Because whenever the Jeffrey Simmons draft pick happened, I thought she handled that terrifically. And see, I don't. That's what the point is. I don't know why she's become introverted. I agree. I think, you know, we don't. I think everybody's. If there's I a harder situation than Jeffrey Simmons and the video that came out of him mm-hmm. after getting drafted, she handled that about as good as any. And she had to being a female ever. owner in yeah. this league. She had to get out front and say, "Listen." We did our vetting process. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to be okay. Well, you're right. Yep. I forgot about that. Good, you know, good, good point. This, I just, this I just press release though quickly. She's yes. quoted like more than I've ever seen her quoted. It's like if you look at the press release, one, two, three, four, five paragraphs of quotes. What? Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know what? My thing is with with Miss Amy. I just I don't know if she's. She's not scared of the questions. She's not intimidated by the questions. I just don't think, I think she feels like I don't need to go up there and get grilled by Paul Kaharski. I'm, you know, I'm the controlling owner of this team. I make decisions and it is what it is. Actually, Paul is the one of the few in there left that I would trust to grill her properly. Um, but then that's hard for me to say. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. That's the point of, of it. I mean, in, she and, you know, prepared. and if there's a line of questioning that she doesn't like, she could always say, next question, no comment. Or she's smart enough to talk or answer the question without answering it. Right. You know, without being abrupt or anything. Just, yeah, I, I think she's probably better in those settings, but I think now, more, listen, of, I we think know, more of it, she does just not want to mess with it. That's what quite I'm saying. Frankly. That, yeah. That's exactly what I said. I don't yeah. think, I just don't think she wants to, you know, she just, I don't. I don't want to say she thinks she's above it, but I. Th- I think she feels like you know. I don't need to go up there and have, you know, numb nut from down the dial. You know, grill me on my decisions. This is my team. I do what I want. Well, uh, that's what she should, because uh, numb nuts are everywhere. Uh, also, part of this uh, press release uh, time. This is down. This is news a little bit. Uh, where the other really isn't is just a confirmation. Um, the Titans have also finalized the team's football structure. Rand Carthon has been promoted to executive vice president, general manager. Chad Brinker has been promoted to uh, president of football operations. So what does that mean is EVP and GM? According to the press release, his uh, Carthon's duties will expand to include all areas that impact the football team. Roster control. Boom. Right out of the get-go. Roster control. Do we need to know who's in control of the roster? Is it Vrabel? Is it Carthon? Is is Amy the referee of that? That's that's gone. We now know that uh, roster control, team activities, personnel decisions, draft, free agency, oversight of Callahan, and coaching staff, scouting, all will be under Rand Carthon. This is that's so, that's never ahead. been. I don't. I've never been. I've never seen that kind of 
okay, guys, everybody's asked. Everybody's asked for the, who's in charge. Well, here's who's in charge. Right, and that was the big question. And Amy, when she talked to Mike Keith on the website, she said, you know, I haven't made up my mind as to how I want to structure it once we hire a new coach. This answers all those questions. So now we know Callahan answers to Ran. Ran answers to Amy. Yep. Right? But, yeah, and, and just the... The tack is almost, I was just scrolling down through the end of the press release, just in the end of it. Um, and I think I take more out of this part of the press release as, as something that's groundbreaking that, that Brian Callahan, that would, you know, we just knew it was a matter of when that was going to be announced. Yeah. Jim Wyatt made a yeah. separate tweet mentioning that Greg. So I think that is a clear, I, I don't know that to me, like you just said, I think that's more than anything. What we just heard. Yeah, uh, I I take more out of that press release of what she is saying, and she's it, it, it quoted extensively on this. Uh, is that collaboration though anymore? No, no, it's a flowchart. It's structure. It should be. It's what it should be. Right, and yeah. I yeah, and I'm all for it. You know because. Listen, then what the hell were we doing? Last right, right. Well, what, what the hell was Rand Carthon well, doing last year? Well, now it's his show, here, so it's. Go ahead, Greg. No, you go ahead. I was just going well, to answer your... No, no, no. I would answer to supplement what you were saying. Her quote is uh, about this by expanding his role to include full roster control and oversight of the coaching staff, meaning he didn't have it. If he had it, <laughs> if he had it, there's no need to announce that he has it now, right? Yeah. So we always wondered who had that final say well, it's been defined this morning in this that it's ran, and you you don't do a press release to announce news that's not news, right? So apparently Vrabel had control of the roster, and now she's saying Rand does. Agree or disagree? No, that's what, that's what we've been saying. Yeah. Now, you know, she she made up her mind that if we're going to do this, okay, we have our head coach. I'm putting more responsibility on Rand. I'm making Rand the guy, and like I said. We know this. Callahan is going to answer to Rand. Rand's going to have final say on the roster. And, you know, any any disputes, well, Callahan has to take it up with Rand, and Rand will have to take it up with Amy. Yeah. There's a flow chart. There's an organizational flow chart. Now we know, you know, who wears the badge, right? And I think last year she tried to uh, placate both sides, right? I, I, I think yeah, in a lot she of tried, ways. Yeah, she tried to serve, not the, serve two masters, mm -hmm. but keep two, two yeah. people happy at the same time. And the Titans have never had a president of football operations, a new role, totally new role. This is according to the press release uh, with Brinker. Um, basically, he's going to manage. He's going to be the... COO, the chief operating officer. Rand is the CEO of football. And uh, so, yeah. Um, listen, this man, the more I get into this, the last, very last quote of this, the, half of the press release is about Callahan. They've buried the lead over here on this one. This is the last quote of this press release that came out a couple minutes ago. This is not my father's NFL. Wow. As our league continues to evolve in areas like analytics, sports science, technology, football organizations have become more complex and multifaceted. And, um, yeah, this is not my father's NFL. All right. No, no, nothing else. 
I'm good over there. You good? You, yep. you be all be all pissy all of a sudden because I disagreed with you again. I'm not, I'm not right. being pissy. All right. Well, good. Well, coming up, there's no need to be because I am in a great mood this morning. Uh, and coming up next, I coat. We'll ask. Well, I, this is what I want to ask Watson Brown just about this very thing. Coming up next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now he really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. You can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. 
Well, it's up to you. I like it. And now it's time for a coach's view with Watson Brown. It is a coach's view with Coach Watson Brown. The view being from the plateau. Good morning, Watson. Hey, Coach. The the views up there pretty high, isn't it, guys? No doubt. On the plateau, it's up there pretty high. You know all, you see view. all. I got a better view than you guys got. Yeah, I've I've what's that old? I've got friends in low places. That kind of that old that old song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that did, one I can relate to. Yeah. Too, so. Have you? Is everything melted up there? It's gone. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Thank goodness. New coach. Good gracious. Let me ask you this, Watson. You've called. Uh, you've got a new head coach coming in, Brian Callahan. They've just sent out a press release, so it's official now. Um, and he's going to call plays. He's been the offensive coordinator at a place where he's not called plays. As the, a new head coach, does it worry you a little bit that the the obligations of a head coach and also the play caller in a first-year situation? How do you handle that? If he hadn't called them before, but I'm sure somewhere he would. Yeah. I'd have to go study his complete background. Uh, if you've done it before, you, you've you've tasted it, and you've you've had the goods and the bads. And if you hadn't done it, and you got to do both, that would that would be a some work. That would be work in progress. But to me, he hit what I thought philosophically they needed to do. As far as I'm not talking about experience, but being an offensive guy and being a major quarterback guy, I thought that was absolutely critical is if you're going that route, that's the way to go. Get a guy that's also had a bunch of good quarterbacks. I love what he did with those quarterbacks this year. I mean, when he loses his his man and then the the other guy comes in and does what he did, that, that told me there there's something there. The system is good, and they're teaching that guy a lot of good things. They're teaching quarterbacks a lot of good things when you can do that. So I feel pretty good about it. Because I thought philosophically they needed to go this way. They needed to go to the offensive side. And it's one thing to be, say, well, I'll be in a great one. Uh, it's, I just think it's, it's better. I'm prejudiced because I call plays all but two years. One year I let Pat Sullivan do it, I think, uh, at UAB. And one year Steve Sloan did it for me at Vanderbilt. Who are, I never heard of those guys. I mean, who? No, neither one of them. Yep. But that's the only two times I didn't really call plays, and and I just think that's important. I got a little conservative. Sometimes I did. I was a lot looser. Not a lot looser. There were times I was looser as an offensive coordinator than a head coach. But I could control the game by the way I called it. And I think you can't control the game on defense, but you can control the game on offense. And and so I I think it's a good hire myself. Coach, uh, you brought it up, just the fact that they went with an offensive guy. We kind of thought that they would. And, I mean, let's be honest, right? The most important thing for the Titans right now is developing Will Levis, no? Absolutely, and that's why I thought it was good. I put that even over being an offensive guy. Is He's a quarterback coach, and he's done a good job. Look at the ones he's coached. So he's he's coached some really good ones, and so – Maybe you don't have to help them as much, John, but when you get a really good one and then you can do a few things to make him even better, man, you've done a good job. Or let's say you take one that's got nothing, it's starting from scratch and not talent, but 
experience and you've got that here. He's done that too. I, I think it's a really good hire because everything now is on Will Levis in my personal opinion. He's got to play well. The longer I watch pro football, I never did before. So it's uh, Sundays since the college guys, your worst day, you don't see pro games hardly ever, maybe a Thursday night one or something, but, um, the pro game has completely gone quarterback. Now, as I said to you last week, they learned these good ones have learned how to disguise the running game to where they really think you're doing it. And then you hit them with the big play actions off of it. But the league has become quarterback and the, the four teams that are in it got good quarterbacks. They got really good quarterback play. And that's what the Titans have not had that great one. They've had some good ones. I think Tannehill was a very good one, but not the one to get you to the to get the whole thing. And uh, so he needs to be the guy, and he needs to be coached really well at a young age. He needs to be a guy that has people to throw to. I'd like to have Jamar yeah. Chase and and T Higgins out there and, instead of our broken Very down good. you know first rounder yeah, here and, can't and get on a, the and field. A solid offensive yeah. line. Yep, and a solid offensive line to go. Well, you're you're dead on Pogi. It, it's not just the quarterback, but if you don't have him, then it ain't going to matter about having them good receivers. You know, you've got to have that first, and now go get the good receivers. But you just you can't you can't good receivers are not going to be that without a great quarterback. Where did it all shift? Because you know, I you know for lack of you know the Titans here, you know have gone through Vrabel and everything. They always had that you know running back from Eddie to Chris Johnson now to Derrick Henry. Where did the league flip of being, uh, I mean, simply, I guess, you know, pass to set up the run instead of run to set up the pass? I think it started with San Francisco and Montana. Uh, the wow. Cowboys really were still Emmett Smith run first, pass second. They could, and we're good at it. But I think it started with Joe, and it's and it just took off from there. And then all of a sudden you get the you get San Diego and Coriel and they're slinging it everywhere and we went through the run and shoot. What I think happened is it really went the other way, Pokey, about twenty years ago, starting maybe in the nineties and maybe early two thousands. I don't remember, but the, the run and shoot proved to everybody. I thought, and I'm I've studied that. I was in Houston when that bunch was with the Gamblers. And uh, the run and shoot proved to everybody you can't win a championship passing it. You've got to have some balance. Uh, so then Coriel got close, but you can't win the championship. You can win games, but you can't win the championship. I'd say one-dimensional, not just passing it, but also running it all the time and not having a solid passing game. And uh, so, and then all of a sudden, here we go with the balance. I think the the Mike Shanahan era down through his son, through a lot of people coming in and out of there, Holmgren, Green Bay, all that kind of, that whole group kind of is together. And since that point, it has not gone the other way, and it never will because they are, people want to see it. They want to see more of the wide open style, and and it will never go back in my personal opinion. But I think these, these guys do understand as good as these pass rushers are they understand you can't pass it every down win a championship. Coach, the only the only uh, offense I've seen that comes close to that 
passing all the time. Maybe Bill Walsh's West Coast attack, right? Because short passes to the running backs, right? Because they they call that a long handoff. You know, you dump it off to Roger Craig or Wendell Tyler, and he'd take it for 16 yards. That's that's almost like a running play, right? That's exactly right. That's why I said that's where it started, in my opinion. And uh, Bill Walsh is the man, in my opinion, that got all of this really going. It's ball control passing is what he was. And uh, a little bit of play action, but a lot of different little flat routes and option routes. And and that's where it started to me. And it's just taken off from there. And now, because the pass rush still, and the cover guys and all of that, the pass rush still was too much for that. And so people have said, no, we've got to run it more, and we've got to learn to throw when those guys are thinking that it's run over there. And they're not rushing the passer. Their talent is being half half used when they're playing run, then rush. And it's also controlling the play caller on defense to where he's not getting exotic with all the twists. And the, the, you keep you, defensive linemen are taught in passing downs, John, and been doing this for a long time now. But they're, they're, it's different on a passing down. You just you go. There ain't no reading a hat. Right. There ain't nothing. You go. You just take off. Well, blocking that guy's a lot harder than that guy sitting there reading the hat. Then go. And and these offensive guys have figured that out. And that's why I think the, where it is today is where it is. And and uh, I don't know that it'll ever leave this because this is the toughest thing I've seen on defenses in a in a long. And I've, been, I've been an offensive guy for forty something years, and this is the toughest thing I've seen on defenses to stop. Coach, I'm curious to know, where are you at with Lamar Jackson? He seems to be a really a polarizing guy. You know, we had that woman on, on Fox Radio say he's, he doesn't look quarterbacky, and he, he kind of reminds me of kind of like, um, almost like Allen Iverson in the NBA. Because he doesn't do things the way, you know, people are used to seeing it, a lot of times he gets criticized. I, you know, I love watching him. I love what he's done. He's, he's about to become a second MVP, and hell, he might, you know, he might, clinch a, a spot in the Super Bowl this Sunday as a guy that you know you know offensive football like how would you describe Lamar I, I think his pro- progress John has been unbelievable you look at when he came in the league to where he is today unbelievable progress and uh, now he's got to, he's got to prove everybody wrong for some reason. For some reason, the athletic quarterback takes a while for the fans to, to, to get behind. Steve Young was the first one I could remember. Um, and, and it took a while. He had to win some championships because he followed Montana, but he'd move around and he'd do, do different type stuff. And then, and then you get the guys today. Who's catching the grief? Josh Allen. Athletic quarterback, um, Jalen Hurts, athletic quarterback, the one we're talking about, athletic quarterback. And I just think it's hard for the fan if they don't win, hopping around back there, because it don't <laughs> it don't look prim and proper. Right. So then you say he doesn't look coached very well, or he's undisciplined, and that's so far from the truth. I do think these guys that got great legs. It's hard to get them in critical downs to think, use your arm instead of your legs. I really believe that. 
And man, it takes a while. But this guy is getting closer and closer to using his arm a lot more, not just every time something happens, you use your leg. I just and, think Todd Munkin's done a great job of redesigning this offense yeah. for him, don't you? He has, and yet the young man has stepped up to the plate, too, and gotten better at things he's not been real good at. And and uh, you can throw Patrick Mahomes in that, but he won championships, so they've eased off on him a little bit. And uh, just these athletic guys, and now, John, we're seeing that 9 out of 10 coming out are that because these colleges are running that style of offense. Think back in the 80s and the the John Elways and the uh, and then through the 90s and then early 2000s, Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady. It's changing, and there's not near those guys because they're not playing quarter age. These co- high schools are following the colleges and say, let's put our best athlete quarterback. I'm not sure you used to do that. And now they are, and so now the NFL's got to deal with what happens through high school and college because that's what's out there for you to take. And so they're having to adjust to different things. And I think these guys are trying. Um, I love the athletic guy because I was always at places that weren't great protectors. We we weren't we were playing a lot of people better than us, and so I couldn't play with that guy much. It was not that kid's fault, John. It was just I couldn't protect him. Right. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I had to have a guy to move around. I just had to have that. And and so now that's kind of what it is. And I tell you, you do a really good job of coaching when you can coach a kid away from what he's believed in at his early career in his life, high school to college, and that my legs matter big to me. And I rely on them in critical times. Hard to do in the NFL. And so they're teaching these kids to use their arms and not their legs all the time. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing in him. And I, I, I still think right now the Ravens, um, I, I'm telling you, I was really impressed with that come out of halftime. Yeah. Because the Texans have been good. They stuck it to them. They had the momentum leaving the half. And, my gosh, they come out and dominated the second half in, in all phases. And one of the phases was quarterback. He played fantastic second half of football. So look out for the Ravens. Hey, um, you think you could have ever been a defensive coordinator as much uh, offensive that you've done that you've planned against defenses? You think you could have ever walked on that side of the ball and, and coached? I don't think I'd have been happy at it. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think I would. I, in my latter years, I got involved defensively. And and would would go in a lot in defensive rooms and and listen to them and then throw off offensive philosophy back at that a little bit and and play like I was calling plays against that and and most of my defensive guys like that when we would do that but I don't think so um, I I will say this though Pogi I I got a great start under Coach Sloan and 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 a guy named Gene Wyndham. Um, well, it was even before Coach Sloan, it was Coach Pace, then Coach Sloan. But I started on the defensive side of the ball. When I got hurt in college and couldn't play anymore, I started helping out as an undergraduate and then a graduate assistant. And they put me on defense because they needed more help over there. And the second thing in my early life that helped me, and I tell these coaches as young coaches all the time, uh, 
Steve Sloan was the offensive coordinator with Rex Dockery, and, and Bill Parcells was the defensive coordinator. We had one GA then. They got 30 and 40 guys now. I was it. I was the one extra guy, and I'd have to break down the offense, the defense on Sunday and Monday for them, and then on Tuesday and then into Wednesday I'd finish up the offense. So I was doing both sides of the ball, and I just think coaching on defense, first thing I ever did, and then doing doing the breakdowns on both sides, man, it helped me a bunch. Watson, thank you as always. We ran along. We're going to pay you a little bit more. Don't worry. Uh, We'll clip it off. I don't need to get paid. I love talking to you guys. Ah, well, there you go. Best of both worlds. The checks in the mail. See you, Coach. (laughs) See you, Watson. See you, John. All right. We're way behind. You want to call us? Do 615-844-5600. Now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. 
The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. You'll give us a call, John Burton, Greg Pogue. There's Pat and Cook, Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Um, JB, mm-hmm. did you move your flight later in the day so you can come out to Roy's meat service and just be a glutton with us Friday? I uh, didn't move my flight, but you know, I'm working gluttony, on it. Gluttony, gluttony. I'm, I'm working think, on it. Think, think, think of gluttony. Gotcha. All right. I'm so, uh, yeah, we're going to be out there Friday morning. I was out there yesterday, by the way, you know how I busted my butt in our parking lot, Roy, Jeff Roy, uh, was, had a meeting with him yesterday, planned to get out there. And he had slipped on ice and broke two ribs. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, goodness. Is he okay? I mean, yeah. Well, he I was, mean, relatively speaking, is he okay? Well, yeah. I mean, he was, he's not, and I tell you what, though, I, I go in there yesterday, uh, right after, you know, when I went over there, and like I said, was just going to sit down and talk over, you know, this, and they're going to be involved with, you know, cats. We'll announce this on Friday, but uh, they're going to do our catering for. Uh, by the way, you got to come to our training camp. Here's why: Roy's Meat Service is going to cater lunch and dinner uh, for 14 straight days. Oh, there so, you go. And we're feeding the media. Nice, y'all. Best way through the media's heart. You know this. Oh, You're yeah. a veteran. Oh, it's through, their, are, through our stomachs. Yep. Yeah. So and uh, Jeff out there, but I was in there, and the gentleman I can't remember his name came up to me and had just heard me uh, like an hour or two ago. How's the shoulder? I go, man, I mean, fine. <laughs> he, goes, I heard you, he goes, I heard you busted it. But yeah, just the people out there are so, um, you know, so kind and everything and, and the good people. So we'll be out there. And and I took home some pork barbecue last night. Just kill her. So Patton, come, right? I mean, seriously, I so. just, I, I am. as soon as you get off, you we'll know, because, you know, we'll be over there hobnobbing. You know, JB's got to fly off to his next destination. Where are you going, by the way? Is it I'm going. Two? I'm going back to the underground for the championship games, where I go every year. Back home, you know, my buddy's bar. He's right. Got, yeah. He's called. He calls it the underground. I'm, I'm. So that's for this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you did it so every he's year, but it, he, so this. He has. He has a big party for the championship games, championship Sunday, and he caters it, and he's got a actual full functioning bar. Uh, in the basement of his house. Put those photos. You showed me the photos of it before. You ought to tweet out. You know, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing that's going to put you in jail. No, 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 no. Yeah, I I'll, want uh, you going yeah, to jail. I'll, 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 I'll put some stuff up on Instagram. And you but know. you showed me that they, because of where they are, mm-hmm. you when we they get snow and and everything up there, they just. They bunker down. Yeah, and they have so, like their own individual sports so, bar. Yeah, so what it's it started during COVID when everybody was you know boxed in, yeah. couldn't couldn't leave the house, and you know where I'm from is such a rural area. It's spread out, and you know the closest big city to go and hang out and party in is Syracuse, and that's 45 miles away. And so what my friends did was they all created their own individual bars, like they invested in 
bar stools and, and they got, you know, an actual bar set up and they got it, you know, finished and decorated and all this type of stuff. So everybody, all my friends, like you said, have their own individual sports bars. They got this TV set up. So what they would do during COVID, they wouldn't go out, out per se. They would just bar hop to each friend's bar. You know what I mean? And, you know, whoever was hosting that night, they, you know, they, they get the pizza and the wings and all that kind of stuff. So my buddy every year, my buddy, Johnny, every year uh, has a party for the AFC and NFC championship game. So it's a good chance to go home. And, you know, I didn't make it home for Christmas this year. So I'll get to see my buddies and ah, like everybody, well pretty much everybody I graduated with within like two to four years on either side still live in the area. And we all just get together and, you know, it's a day of fellowship and just hang out and have a couple of adult beverages and watch some ball in this, in a nice, safe, fun environment. It's a lot of fun. A nice, safe, fun environment. Well, you know, yeah. You <laughs> in know. other words, we don't get too crazy. Well, well, we do, but people Uber in and out, um, and you know, nobody's driving. Because that's you know, you know it's one of those things. A, if you if you've well, had too much, you know, just I'm lay down on the couch for a while. You know, I'm you know. fascinated about it because culturally, I've never been around. You know, where when it snows, you you got to make do, right? Yeah. Usually around here, when it snows, and that's what we grew up well, with, you know. When we it just, snows it, right, and ice, we right. just bunker down. And, right. And, right. We'll take a break. Go to call the show. Here's how: six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. No one outfits golfers better than Edwin Watts Golf Shops. We've been fitting golfers since 1968. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors, and fit you with the perfect club pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. 
And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only is lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Go ahead, John. I'm not going to get in your way because, you know, quite frankly, by the way, you ever get your. Go ahead. As it's been going, you know you're not a bad singer. I am dude. a pretty good singer, yeah, I, I, actually. I, I, I don't I, humble brag. I am a pretty good singer yeah. when my voice is warmed up and you know all that and kind you of said stuff. Your mom was a good singer. John? Yeah, my mom was. She had a beautiful voice. She used Love to it. sing all the time. You know, I grew up listening to you know all the old Motown and the '70s soul, and you know my mother. You know, she looked like Gladys Knight, and she loved Gladys Knight and Roberta. Uh, Fleck. So that makes you a pip. I'm kind of a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my mother my mother was beautiful, man. She was yeah, yeah, she looked like Gladys Knight and she had the great genetics, you know, when she was in her fifties, people thought she was in her early thirties. And uh she used to just I just remember being a kid and her just, you know, walking around the house cleaning and singing. She had a great voice and so we used to sing songs, me and my mom and my sisters, and, you know, just doing goofy stuff that, you know, when you're stuck in 10 feet of snow in the middle of winter in upstate New York that you do. So try to warm the heart. Yeah, exactly. You warm something. Right. So, but excuse uh, me. No, I didn't mean it that way. Uh, you jerk. Yeah. Uh, Filthy McNasty. By the way, what, what prompts your cell phone to be voice activated? I don't know. What do you, I, I have an Android. No, so. no look here. Uh, I'm going to, I want you, I'm going to send this oh, to there, you. Oh yeah. There's no, the, no, no, no. Every, Listen to this is probably something I'm I'm gonna send to you because everything you just said got recorded on here. All this about your mom. Look at that. <laughs> oh well, that was there's a microphone you I can hit on the thing. I understand that, but look. So you're recording my conversations. I mean, this well, is being yeah, recorded. P- Patton is. Yes. This entire show is being recorded. Well, no, but <laughs> I see it. I no, see it. I just so I'm gonna say because everything you just said, you need to keep. No, I don't. I don't need to yes, keep it. Do. Yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> Well, you can. I'll, I'm going to send it to you, and you can erase it. Then it's everything you said about your your. My mom was a beautiful voice. She just sings all the time. You knew I was grew up listening to all the old Motown. You, that's wonderful. You don't. Get that's it. creepy, bro. It, <laughs> you can actually, you know, everything we say is recorded. Yes. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's not yeah, so good. And, and, yeah. All right. Uh, coming up next hour. Uh, we'll keep recording, John.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. This is a special report from ABC News, New Hampshire primary. I'm Sherry Preston, former President Donald Trump winning the New Hampshire primary and settling into the idea of a two-person race heading into Nikki Haley's home state of South Carolina. ABC's Zareen Shaw in Manchester says Haley lost soundly in New Hampshire but remains optimistic. She had more support here than anywhere. The states only get harder for her going forward. But I heard this phrase on the campaign trail all the time, that campaigns are made up of billionaires and broke kids. And as long as she has both still with her, she's good. ABC political director Rick Klein says President Biden is proceeding as if Donald Trump will be the presumptive nominee. You know, Biden's whole political identity as president has been uh, shaped around the reactions to Trump. And that team has been preparing, even if it wasn't Trump as the nominee, they were going to square up against the MAGA agenda. As it is, they're probably going to get Trump. Biden today will speak at a UAW political conference. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. 
This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It is our number two. You want to give us a call, please do. 615-844-5600. Pat and Cook, John Burton, Greg Polk, of course. Now, it is official. Official like a referee's whistle. Official. What? Official um, that Brian Callahan press conference tomorrow at 1. Official like a referee's whistle. I know where you'll be tomorrow at 1. I'm off tomorrow, actually. Are you really? Yeah. This week, you're messing me up, man. I'm messing me up. (laughs) My week is all all screwed up. Because I I, I saw you on Monday night, and I'm thinking... Did I miss a day or two? Because you, yeah. yeah, well, but you know, vacation. No, Steve's been on assignment with uh, the Belmont men's basketball so, team, so yeah. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I am off tomorrow, but I may, uh, I may swing by and uh, you know get a look at the new coach in person and just kind of, I mean, you know, it's going to be an entertaining press conference for a number of reasons. So you know, might not be a bad idea to be there in person. I'm, I'm mulling it over. I got, I got a bunch, bunch of busy work I got to do. Um, well, John, you got to make sure the head coach likes you because that's yeah, exactly. That's the question. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, well, that's trust me, that's going to be on the agenda of a lot of quote unquote objective media members tomorrow. Trust me. So, you know, but obviously, depending on who we anticipate will be present at the press conference and what kind of questions may be asked, it should it should be an interesting day. I'm sure Coach Callahan is being briefed right now by the PR staff that uh, you know. You may get certain questions from certain people, and you know we're gonna have to have a lot of chairs up there. Yeah, <laughs> Brinker's gotta gotta be up there, right? This title's been elevated. Brinker ran Amy. Tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. I mean, they're gonna try. It's gonna be head coach, GM, and and hopefully owner. That's what should be up well, there. The head coach should be in the middle, and the head and the owner on one side and the GM on the other, and let's just get this over with. Don't play games, or I don't want to do this, or I'm going to sit down with Mike Keith or Teresa Walker and record a a, a something in a in a controlled setting. Mm-hmm. Not no no shot at Teresa, mm-hmm. but it was a controlled setting. It was, and um, so what yeah. I think will happen is if you remember when Rand Carthon was formally introduced, Amy went up, gave a statement, and then deferred to Mike and Mike introduced Ran. So what I think will happen is Amy will give a statement 
talk about how excited she is to have Brian Callahan here. And, you know, he's going to do great things for us. And now I'll turn it over to our executive vice president and general manager, Rand Carthon. Rand will give his remarks and then he will introduce Brian Callahan. Callahan will get up, make his, uh, give his remarks. Then they'll open it up to Q and a that's for, pro- for all of them. You think Amy's no, take Amy, no, I do. I, I yeah. would be shocked if Amy stood there and took question, took open questions. I, I seriously, you know what they're going to say? Well, she gave a statement yesterday. Refer to that. So that's you what, don't even think she'll be there at all. No, she'll be there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, no, here's what happened. She'll be there. She, you know, Robbie will introduce Amy. Amy will get up and give a statement about how excited she is to have Brian Callahan. Then she'll give way to Rand Carthon. Rand will give his statement. He'll introduce Brian. Brian will do a statement. And then after that statement, Rand and Brian will take questions. Amy will not because, like I said, if pressed on it, they can always say, well, she gave a statement yesterday. She, you know, all her comments about Brian Callahan and, and the search and everything and the promotion of Rand and the promotion of, uh, who am Chad I missing? Brinker. Thank you, Chad Brinker. She'll, they'll just say, well, she gave a statement yesterday, a lengthy statement yesterday. Refer to that. That's, that's what I believe will happen. Now, like I said, ultimately it would, it would be good if I think, it, you know, it would be good if Amy stood there and took questions, but I don't think she's going to. I don't think she wants to, and I think in her mind she doesn't feel she has to. Especially with this, you know, like I said, she gave a lengthy statement just now. So now I got a question uh, for yeah. someone very new in this. Yeah, yeah, um, fire away. Will the Titans media limit? Like, will they allow questions to be asked about Vrabel again, or will this, like, if someone wants to? I don't think they're going to keep you from asking any question. Yeah. They'll just, you know, they, they may they, just they, move past it and say, "Well, you yeah. know what." Uh, this yeah. is this is this is uh, Coach Callahan's day, and we prefer to talk about him. Like yeah. if Amy like, is like, there to ask, answer questions, the questions oh, are yeah. going to be asked. So I I wonder. Uh, I, to me, and Greg, let me know if you agree. I think it's bad form when it's Brian's day. Yeah. to ask about the former coach, not in that yeah. setting. Right now, if she were to make herself available and say, "All right, guys." What do you want to know? You know, you know, with no, with without Rand, without you know, Coach Callahan. If she said, you know, I'm a, I'm fire away. What do you got? Then yeah, you can ask everything you want. It's not good form to ask about the former coach when you're in on the day you're introducing the new but, coach. But they've created that situation. In, you're right. In, in, and if I'm the beat writer, and the only opportunity I get to ask her questions is then, then I'm going to ask them. Hence why she will not be taking questions tomorrow. Because you you created the situation of of not allowing me access. One thing about Bud, they couldn't get Bud to shut up over there. I mean, (laughs) you know, and and Bud would talk anytime and about anything, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. he didn't care. Uh, And they their job then was to reel him in. Now their job is to protect Miss Amy. Well, that's, that's why I don't. Job. That's yeah. that's a great reason why I don't think Amy will field questions tomorrow. She'll just they'll just refer to the statement today. But like I said, if at some point she were to, you know, if Robbie were to say, "Listen, Amy's available," you know, such and such day, it's just her, you know, ask her whatever you want, which will never happen. But then, you know, but yeah, on the day that you're presenting and introducing your new coach, it's. You know, 
it's not really kosher, not really good form to ask about the previous coach. But you're right, Greg. I, I you if know, you, this they, is the only they, access you give me. Yeah, what do you do? That's right? that's why for mm-hmm. that reason, I do not expect Amy Adams Strunk to to field questions tomorrow. She'll make a statement. Like I said, she'll she'll introduce Rand. She'll talk about how great Brian is. She'll introduce Rand. Rand will introduce Brian. Brian will talk. After Brian is done talking, Brian and Rand will take questions. And as a fan, I don't even need her to maybe have Brinker. solid answers, to be quite honest. I just want to I just see her talk. See you I just, just want to see it. <laughs> I want to see her take questions, take some hard ones, and right. then get out of there. I mean, that's fine. It's not a perfect situation, what happened. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the answers she gave Mike Keith were not really satisfactory, I would imagine, to from a fan's perspective. And, you know, somebody in my perspective that, you know, whose interest is in the team is professional. Yeah. But well, I and say, I don't blame Mike. No, 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 no. Steady, no there's nothing against yeah, Mike yeah. Or, or anything He's like that. No, 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 no. He's a team employee. No, 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 no. They decided yeah. this is how Amy's going to you know, respond to the firing of, of Mike Vrabel. We're, this is how we're going to do it. We're not going to make her available at, a, you know, at a podium at an open Q&A. We're, you know, this is how, you know, we're going to go about this. But I think even if she gave those answers to the general media, it would have looked a billion times better. You're, you're right. You're not wrong. So I, I think the fact for- that you just want her to get up there and, 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 Face the questions. Answer however you want, but just I want you to face the questions. Yeah, I, I believe I'm using the right word. Semantics. I, I would rather I I care more about that. Semantics and aesthetics. Exactly. The look, right? Yeah. Well, like I said, don't expect that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what do most owners do? Um in that most are most of them out there in the Yeah, most of them. Yeah. yeah. I I remember when uh all of them got fired. All the, uh, that their head coaches got fired. I mean, I, run I mean, up I, and down. I can speak from, let's see, Art Rooney the second uh, of the Steelers. He does a press conference during the off season, but it's like one, and it's only selected media. You know, now John Mar- Mara of the New York Giants. This is New York man, you can't just be selective. Like he he does address the media usually at usually right before training camp and. Right at, at the owners meetings. Well, that and at yeah. the end of the season, he does make himself okay. available. He hasn't yet that I've seen, but mostly he will, the only time he will you at can some get point. And it's at the owners it, meetings right and, now. Yeah, but it's and it's open Q and A. You yeah. know, and he and it, you know it's New York, so he gets grilled because you know the all the Giants beat writers are just they're pissed because the team's not winning, and they you know they got to hear it from angry fans like why aren't they winning? <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, um, I what should happen and what will happen exactly. are two different things. Exactly. And I, I wouldn't get to if, I mean, how she goes about. I don't. I think she doesn't want the confrontation that could possibly exactly. be there. Don't sure. you think? I no. mean, look, I'm 100%. the owner. I don't need to deal with this. Right. You know, basically, like I said, yeah. I put out a statement. Those are my comments. Refer mm. to that. Yep. So would you think you're guessing her there, and then only questions for Rand. probably Rand and Brian. Yeah. Maybe if she's sitting up there, though, May- I'm going to ask her a question. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, she's sitting up there. I'm going to say, and that's why I don't go over there anymore. <laughs> it's, I'm going to say, Miss Amy, you're here. 
we'd like to ask you a few questions, you know, because we never have the opportunity to ask those questions. And Robbie will step in and say, but, no, she's not available. Yeah. She's not taking questions but, today. Please I would refer put, all I, questions I, to if Coach. If I'm the beat writer, I'm, I'm pushing the point. Okay. Yeah. Don't you think, though? I mean, yeah. you got to tell you know me what? in a public some, forum and somebody that may she's do not that. available. Yeah. Now, there's only a few over there that have enough. From, from the it. aesthetics point to your point, uh, Patton, she has to at least show up and do what I said, what I think she's going to do. She has to be in the room. Right. If they play a video clip of her. Right. Or it's just, or if it's, you know, if it's just Rand coming out and giving the statement, you know, that's bad. That's a bad look. You can't, she can't do that. And I think she knows that. And I think the organization knows that. So, like I said, that that's what they did when they introduced Rand Carthon. So should be, should be. <laughs> Should be a fun and festive atmosphere. You know, a lot of people trying to curry favor. A lot of people trying to be, you know, confrontational and all the look, all the look at me questions. Right, exactly. Or yeah. a schlub like me that's just, you know, just just there doing his job. So we'll see. Schlub is that a real word? It, it is now. <laughs> is is it? I've I've heard you use that twice or a few times. Schlub, schlub jabroni, you know, schmuck. What, I'm, more of, a, I'm more of a schmuck than a schlub. I think Steve Lehman got it got in the ears of the Titans and wanted them to delay this press conference. Yeah, until he got home. It's actually a word. It's actually a word. It's actually a word. Schlub. Yes. You know, you you're right. A talentless, unattractive, or boorish person. That's me. I'm a schlub. <laughs> you're a, you're not you're you're not that unattractive. Oh, thank uh, you. Okay, thank but you. you're uh, a handsome man. Too. Schlub. Is a word. Yeah, I. Oh, I'm a stupid, I, worthless, or unattractive person. That is me. <laughs> I'm a schlub. Stupid and worthless. I yeah, don't know you well, you know, depends on who you talk and to. And unattractive. Uh, you've at least you're uh, got. You don't look at you like you know. And go. Oh. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah. What was the killer bees joke that with the baby and the the stroller around the neighborhood? And the, you look at it, and what a! And, and they open it up, and they go, you the, the the people neighbors look at the kid and, they, and the baby. They go, oh, what a beautiful stroller! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that? I do. I love these. He's the we got to get him. We only got a few more of the um, uh, picking with the pickers left. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, this, we got we, we got, got we got one this coming Friday. Are we going to do it's one a, for the Pro Bowl? <laughs> no. no. Uh, the flag football. No, our last game. our last one will be. Um, we got two more weeks, really three more weeks. Four more. I don't know what the, what is this? Twenty six. Well, yeah, we've got February. we yeah. got championship Sunday, and right. then what, uh, well, the Friday before the Super Bowl is our last one. Right. So, what are we going to pick during the Super Bowl off week? Just you know, Pro Bowl, our Pro knows. Bowl basketball games, maybe a hockey game or something. We'll we'll pick something. Right. I, I think I'm going to just like pick like the. Coyotes and the Kraken, some something <laughs> random. Kraken money line, book <laughs> it. What about uh, yesterday? It was sort of funny with Brad Powers, who lives in Vegas. Mm-hmm. How he hates all the Golden Knights fans. <laughs> yeah. He said, "I hope they he's lose like, every they're, game." Yeah, they're, they're spoiled. They're obnoxious. They're they're entitled. I'm like, <laughs> well, I said, Brad, they waited six long years for a Stanley Cup. You know. <laughs> By the way, I did that. And you know Wikipedia, you just Google things. How to say in Yiddish? How to say? Let me be careful. A hole. 
word, the full word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to say it in Yiddish. So. <laughs> well, there you go. It's on the internet, so it has to be true. <laughs> or we can just get Henry on. He can tell us. He probably calls me that all the time, and I don't know what it is. Well, today is 20 years to the exact day that Jim Calhoun had his legendary rant uh, at a press conference just basically saying, I bleeped up. Uh, oh, yeah. Time. Yep. What do you want me to say? Yeah. <laughs> he said, we got, uh, oh, who's the point guard they had? He said something like, we had Ben Gordon and Omeka Okafor. They're not bad. <laughs> You say I blanked up. I blanked up. By the way, Preds news—they've uh, signed Cole Smith to a two-year, two million dollar contract. Smith has a career high in goals, five and thirteen assists for seventeen points, on pace to top his previous best marks in both categories through forty-six games this season. So Cole Smith, locked and locked and loaded I, with I the Preds. I don't know what that means, really. I mean, is he just a, he's sort of a mid-level player, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah. just. Just some news I thought I'd pass along. Yeah, well, no, no, locking him down. Pred, I mean, I guess they're betting. Preds open a three-game road trip in Minnesota tomorrow night. The, the All-Star break's coming up pretty soon, yeah. isn't it? That's a weird schedule for the Preds. They had three on the road. They come back for one home game, and unfortunately they lost. Now they're so back the on the road for three more. So the All-Star break is next week, right? I'm looking at it. That sounds right. Yeah, Wednesday. they play. It's usually right around the same time of the Pro Bowl. uh, They play Wednesday night. uh, Actually, here at 6.30 on a Wednesday night home game on TNT. And then then it's the All-Star break. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Um, Coming up, we're going to do a little, uh, some news from TSU with Nick Guerrero. We'll do that uh, coming up. Our buddy Nick and everything. Speaking of that, he's the person who is in charge of the Hockey initiative at TSU. So, pretty cool for that. All right, coming up, and your phone calls as well. 615-844-5600. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 649 0142. 9317 this is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Let's start with Brable being fired. Mm-hmm. Your initial reaction. Called it, felt it coming for weeks now, if not months. Not surprised. That's, he, my, that's he, my reaction. I thought he got himself fired. How so? Just by being Mike Brable. Yeah. I think if he really, really wanted to be the coach here, he would be. I agree with you 100%. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. It is the Greg Pogue John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. TSU football coach Eddie George uh, hopping on with us. Eddie, what's up, man? What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys, how y'all doing right today? Well, doing well, man. How are you? <laughs> better yet, how are you doing? You're you're rehabbing both of those knees at the same time. Yeah. I, you know what? I right now I'm laying on uh, my stomach, and somebody's working on my the back of my hamstrings and calves, and I'm at rehab as we speak. So I'm living in here. Got a half a beard going. You know, got you know, the haircut. My wife's pissed off that I haven't got my hair cut in about a couple of weeks. Lately, I'm in I'm in grind mode right now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like Rocky three, Rocky four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when he went to when he's training yeah. in Russia and he grew the beard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, new offensive coordinator, uh, you're breaking the news here. We appreciate it. Tyler Roll from mm-hmm. North Dakota State, and all they do is yeah. win national championships. Yeah. Um, you know, this has been something I'm working on um, for a little bit now. You know, clearly, uh, Tyler and I you know, had uh, reached out to him about two years ago, uh, just taking a shot in the dark. You know, Chance favors the bowl. And I said, hey, you know, I'm a big fan of what you guys do. Um, I'm looking for an offensive coordinator. Uh, I love your philosophy. Love what you guys are about. Would you be interested? You said the timing wasn't right. So this year, uh, the opportunity presented itself. And I tell you what, you know, I had some really, really good coordinators walking through those doors this past offseason. I mean, some guys that I felt very comfortable with, um, you know, from other FCS programs, you know, that I were very interested 
And some guys fit the mold. You know, they were about 98% of the way there, you know, what I was looking for. But I was looking for it 100%, you know. Um, and really kind of in that, that 12th hour, you know, Tyler and I talked and didn't talk about ball, but just about life, how he teaches, um, how he, the program that he does come from. Um, he, he understands how, how to build a program inside and out, not, not just on the football field, but just from where North Dakota was to where they are now. He's been there for 17 years as a player, as a coach. Um, and, you know, I get a sense that he's a, a wonderful teacher and he loves what he's doing very passionate about what he does and you know from a philosophical standpoint in terms of offense yeah that's that we speak the same language um and that's what i'm excited about yeah well what is that language (laughs) that that you guys speak from a football offensive standpoint eddie well it's it's, just listen it's inside outside zone power okay and it's it's uh, an efficient run game uh you marry that with you know play action some RPO stuff, you know, you're going to get uh, still the element of some spread, but more or less, you know, you look at the statistics of what they've been able to do, you know, they hang their hat on running the football downhill. Um, and you'll see it time and time and time again. That's something that I feel like, think that we've lacked um, here since I've been here as a head coach offensively, was de- developing that identity. Uh, we had it in spurts, but not consistently to where we can compete at a high level. And, you know, he brings in um, that philosophy, that ideology. Certainly the recruiting footprint expands a little bit more to where he's comfortable uh, and finding the right pieces and parts to, to build this offense the way that we see fit. And, you know, we're going to be aggressive in the run game. And we're going to build our, our, our balanced attack through the run game. So um, we're really excited about the possibilities of that. And, and what just, a surprise. You know, Eddie yeah. George wants to run the football. No, but, <laughs> but I, I tell you what, though. You look at just the obscure numbers, it's everything, right? They were, just this last year, first in the country in rushing yards, TDs, offensive touchdowns. But then again, completion percentage, passing efficiency, red zone scoring, scoring offense, third down conversion. They were, I mean, we know what that program is. They, It's the premier program of all FCS, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. You know, they, they fell short this year. Um, they lost three games and got to the quarterfinals. I mean, there was a, there's a toughness to this unit, how they build their uh, their teams. And, again, it's not just running the football. To your point, it's, it's creating an offense that's well-balanced. Um, they, they produced, you know, first round, a first pick of the draft in the quarterback position. Uh, one of their receivers, you know, that is driving at, at Green Bay uh, right now. So they know how to develop guys for the next level. Uh, but also um, having a balanced attack through that. And that's something that I believe in, that I've been raised in, you know, going back to college, uh, certainly professionally, that, you know, you have a, a, a strong enough ground game, you're going to get those shots down the field. And this is keeping it simple. So um, spent a lot of time, invested a lot of times. Also, you're not making a quick hire. I was looking just to find the right person. And that's what I think I found in Tyler. Well, Eddie, get, you you go ahead, JB. I don't, I don't want to mess with a man with a beard and a you know. No, he's got. He's got he's, I wouldn't say beard. It's more of like a half goatee. <laughs> kind of like a George <laughs> Michael thing bro. going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll let him go. Shadow. 
No, we'll let him go. He's got he's got yeah. a lot of things to do. It's just good talking with you. Yeah, Eddie. thanks for jumping on with us, Eddie. Very cool. Hey, anytime, man. All right, give, me, give me a call. We'd love to chop it up with you guys. And uh, thanks for uh, reaching out. All Congrats right, on the hire. Yeah, uh, thanks to Nick Guerrero for uh, facilitating that. He said, "Well, you can talk to Eddie. He's at rehab." I go, "Okay." <laughs> Both All right, need, we'll both, talk to Eddie George. Both knees yeah. at the same time. Yeah. That's oof. but he had gotten to the point. I just, you know, obviously, you know, with the team and everything, a lot of those you just could tell the way he was walking that he was not yeah. he was in pain. Yeah. Bone on bone type of That's yeah. never good. That's Car- never a good thing. Carlage on cartilage or whatever that is. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh Tyler Roll. It, it is R O E H L. Um, was an All-American running back there, was with the Seahawks for a while, started there. They have won seven national championships mm-hmm. uh, since with him being a part of it. So it come from a winning thing, but you look at North Dakota State, and he mentioned it. They are, you know, the premier program, and, and um, you've got the Montanas. you got the – who – did North Dakota win it? North Dakota State? One of them won it, right? And I think – I know – Montana was in the championship game. Yeah, yeah um, but yeah, those programs are always right there when it comes to those championships. So, you know, you could tell Eddie feels really good about the hire, wants to do more things with the offense. So, you know, seems like a on paper looks like a good hire. He also uh, coached Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. Where is he now? Is he still Cowboys? Is what backup for the yeah, Cowboys? He's backup for yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. 49ers traded him there, and they actually got decent. From what I I remember, I think they got a pretty decent return for him. But I like the fact that the 49ers, not to go down this rabbit hole, but I will. You know, the (laughs) fact that, hey, they drafted Trey Lance. They realized, hey, you know what? He's not our guy. Let's move on. Let's reload and look where they are. You know, they're favored to win the NFC Championship game and go to the Super Bowl with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. Who, by the way, didn't play great last week, but he put together that drive when he needed to to get him in the end zone and get him the lead, and uh, they, you know, won him the game. So that's going to be a fun game, Lions uh, 49ers. I remember, you remember in remember in nineteen eighty two there was that uh, there was a player strike. It was like eight weeks. They played the first two games, and then there was an eight week player strike. They came back, and so there were only nine games in the regular season. So they put together in the AFC and in the NFC this playoff tournament. And so a bunch of teams were in it. And one of the games was was uh, the Lions at the 49ers. And San Francisco obviously was heavily favored. Yeah, they had Montana, yeah, Dwight you Clark. Know what? Uh, That's, you, I'm glad you uh, – boy, that yeah. – uh, that a – and I'm looking right now because, boy, I, that – I go, I can't remember that. But then again, whoa – a 16 team yep. playoff yep. format because they yep. what, only they had had the uh player strike right uh, yep. and there were only 9 games mm-hmm. so they had this like you said the 16 team um tournament and the playoffs took forever before we got to the super bowl anyway the 40 the first week of the tournament the 49ers or the lions played at the 49ers and obviously San Francisco's heavily favored you know Montana and every Bill Walsh and everybody the Lions played a great game, and they had a chance to win it on a makeable field goal, but they 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 missed like about a forty some yard field goal at the gun, and they barely lost that game. That was in San Francisco, old old Candlestick Park, and so you know maybe a little payback, playback, payback for the uh, Leos on Sunday. Who knows? 
Yeah, those Lions fans probably been holding on to that for about 40 years, right? Is that 50 years, 40 years ago? Well, yeah, that was 1982. Any, yeah, they don't so, have anything to hold on January to. January 83, so yeah. yeah. Um, it's a long time ago. That was when my man Billy Sims was the uh, lead dog, lead running back of the Detroit and, Lions. And the Redskins won it all. Yes. They beat the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Was that that, that was, was, was Theisman. Yeah, it wasn't Doug Williams. He it was, was later. It was, right. it was Joe yeah. Theisman. They beat... The Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the last time the Dolphins have been to the Super Bowl. David Woodley was their starting quarterback, not Dan Marino. That was one year before they drafted Dan Marino. I think David Woodley started. How do you remember these things? I don't know. I can't, I, you and know, I can't remember I, if I took my vitamins I know, this morning. But something 40 years ago, you like break down the Because I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. Well, I know that. When it comes to football. <laughs> yeah, David Woodley started that game, and I think he got benched for Don Strzok. But actually, the uh, Dolphins, if I remember correctly, the Dolphins actually broke out on top. That was the game where John Riggins was the uh, MVP. He set a then-Super Bowl rushing record, scored the game-winning touchdown. But the Dolphins actually scored first on a 76-yard touchdown pass from David Woodley to Jimmy Cephalo, who now does the radio play-by-play for the Miami Dolphins. How about that? Well, hey, you, I know you got to run here in yeah. a minute. Just get it all out. Go. You're, you're in the rabbit hole. Keep on going. Fulton Walker had a 98-yard <laughs> kickoff return good for a touchdown God. in that game. Fulton Walker. Yes. He was a really good kick returner. Who that? He was a, I think he was a reserve running back or defensive back, but he was a really good kick returner. He had a, I think he had a 98-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, and that was the first kickoff return for a touchdown in Super Bowl history, I want to say. By the way, I've, I don't know why I just Googled 1982 NFL season. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird year. The That was the first time all Sunday afternoon games began in one of two windows. Ours is what? Noon and three, right? Or 3.15 or whatever. Correct. Before, they could just sort of willy-nilly, whatever local time, they were like at one. Most of them began at one, but mm-hmm. there were some of them kicked off at two, the blah, blah, blah. And... Um, so, um, an exception to this rule was made for the Baltimore Colts, who were forced to begin Sunday home games no earlier than 2 p.m. Eastern due to a Baltimore ordinance since repealed, which prohibited Sunday sporting events from beginning before 2 in the afternoon. Huh. Uh, yeah. And, and that, I guess, maybe the church component of it or whatever. I guess. I uh, but that ordinance uh, was cited by owner Robert Ursay as a burden and a factor in moving the franchise to Indianapolis. Well, I remember back in the day from a New York perspective, uh, the Giants and Jets never played at the same time. If one team played at one Eastern, the other one played at four Eastern. And now, you know, since both teams stink and nobody cares, they they put them on at the same time or whenever, it doesn't matter. All right, man, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Friday, we're going to be at Roy's Meat Service, John. Just want to remind you one more time. Yeah, tomorrow we'll be here and we'll get you primed up for the big press conference for Coach Callahan. Should be fun. Well, that's right. All right. See, see you guys man. tomorrow. Hey, we're wide open to the top of the hour. You want to give us a call? Here's how. 615-844-5600. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. In Tennessee... 
967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, Certainly the Titans hire and... I, I think the general consensus is that it's a good hire. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anybody necessarily poo-poo it. Well, I mean, you if know. you're going to fire, and maybe some some fans wanted the firing of Mike Vrabel, but you had to you had to be strong in your hiring of your next head coach, and they were that. And uh, I like it myself. I've got questions on uh, uh, some things, but 
I don't know if they could have picked too many better candidates, to be quite honest, in the role they were looking for. It was never going to be a Harbaugh. It was never going to be a Belichick. It was never going to be guys like that. They wanted some, maybe not a younger, but uh, someone maybe a little more open to collaboration or letting Rain Carthon take all the control over the roster. So. And from all... From it stands right now, we are talking about Mike Vrabel maybe being uh, a candidate for the Chargers. Looks like Harbaugh is all but solidified his spot as that next head coach. Nothing solid just yet in terms of reporting, but they're getting close. So are they working up his um, uh, mental health um, placement there where they can find him a good rubber room to hang out in every once in a while? Yeah, got to make sure the real estate is just right. So we'll see. If that happens, Greg, I mean, really, only other job that he's had any mention to is the Atlanta Falcons. So, And that just seems to be, well, but Belichick, but didn't they interview who for a second time? Um, oh, used to be the head coach. Dan Quinn. No, and another. Uh, um, no, they've, had, they've, they've interviewed just yesterday somebody else, too, okay. for us, you know. Um, which sort of surprised me. He used to be the head. Oh crap! I'll, I'll Google it here. But you know, he had uh, been a head coach of. I don't know. But any don't you think? But I mean, and Ben Johnson. You know, the thing about it is, we got to change these rules, right? If you are uh, one now, you can meet virtually, right? Yep. And then Monday, you can meet in person. Okay, starting Monday, right? If you're still involved because you have a, a what a two week window for those two teams if you win you can still interview starting monday in that window uh but you probably i don't know if you could hire in the middle or, or whatever um but it does hurt you almost like raheem Bru- morris raheem okay. morris I, I, i'm i'm raheem morris uh is um you know but to your point, I mean, Brian Callahan got hired because this team hasn't been playing for a month now. And, but Ben Johnson, uh, the uh, Lions defensive coordinator, McDonald, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. I mean, they've all had some in-person interviews, but they're so restricted at where they are right now. And you understand why. But from what it looks like for Ben Johnson, he looks nailed on right now for the commanders. Uh, that job, um, really, the money is right. Uh, from what it looks like, the GM hire that they made over there, which is the number two in command uh, in San Francisco, it's not a foregone conclusion, but that's that's kind of the throwing the, his name around the water cooler, if you will. Yeah, so I, I was just you know they've got Raheem Morris. This is talking about the Falcons. Todd Bowles is even being mentioned in that. Wow, uh, uh, Robert Robert Sala, uh, Eric Bieniemy. Oh, that, that, that's what they did before. So right now. Um, they have actually asked, uh, for Jim Harbaugh and also a first time interview with Vrabel. Um, obviously the satisfaction of the Rooney rule through all of this as well. So yeah, we'll see. It is going to be interesting if, if all the chairs, the musical chairs, and there's not one for, for Vrabes to sit in maybe this year. Yeah. Doesn't look like it. Right. It doesn't look good if Rabel does. If Harbaugh's to L.A. and and then Belichick to Atlanta, what's left? Right. Um, 
Washington, you say, is sort of Ben Johnson. and yeah. But if you're going to, between Belichick or Vrabel, one can wait longer. And Vrabel, like, he doesn't have to have a job right now. Belichick, he's got... Yeah, but I tell you, the longer you get out of the True. cycle, the more difficult it is to get in. True. Back in. All right, Doug, and I think the thing about Vrabel, I think he's boxed himself of just the way he approaches things. Is this, and he's got that label of being a defensive guy first, sure. and also the other stuff, the that why you want to act like that stuff that when you don't need to stuff. I think he's hurt his chances, quite frankly. Doug, what's up, buddy? You just took the words right out of my mouth. I think after things got found out of how he wanted power, his media presence, let's just say he wouldn't fit if he was to approach Jerry Jones with the kind of demeanor of wanting power and authority. He just wouldn't fit. And I think he's, I think he's been found out, and he's, he's skittish if you look at him and say, do you really want to deal with that? I'll just let you guys expound on it because that's exactly what I was thinking. I figured the chairs were going to be filled and he'd be odd man out. You definitely definitely don't want him as an announcer or an analyst because there's no way he can sit in front of a microphone for two hours and call a game. So he's he's kind of going to be out. Well, and apparently Rich McKay and with Atlanta is the guy. He's the president, CEO. He's Arthur Blank's guy. And you're going to have to pass his smell test before you get to the owner good luck with that yeah. so i think he's he's a year out because there were so many spots to fill, and with the things that came out and the way he was carrying on i thought he's going to be done i'll hang up and listen All right yeah i don't you know i will say this though i he wanted he wanted power whenever things we're just going haywire. Like when Robinson was okay, making the drafts, the trades were okay, but he wanted power as soon as his superstars were getting traded away. And when there was seemed like no, like no void, I, I think this year I, I question exactly what power structure there was. And now we know what it is, but I mean, we didn't have that release last year where, Rain Carthon is going to have full control of the roster. We never had that last year. And I, so I don't know. I, I think some of it is on him. Yes. But I think some of it is the, is the product that he was in and maybe he created some of that. Maybe he didn't. I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, certainly the, uh, the, what's the, oh, the shines off the bloom. Is that what the old saying is? Yeah. The, the blooms off the rose. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how hireable he is. Because if you look at it, quite frankly. Coach of the year. Yeah, <laughs> but also 8 and 16 in the last 24. And always eager to blame somebody else for that. All right, we'll take a bake, break or a bake. Be back and wrap it up in a few. And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man, the professionals who care. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. 
This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi my trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Their offensive system is way outdated. It's, it's in the same folder with beepers, VHS, Super Tech Mobile, payphones. It's in the same category. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza Man. Buffet. Great. Fantastic. It's in the same folder. Fantastic. I love that buffet. It was great. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. Few more moments and then we be 80th at the gate. <laughs> What'd you say? Somebody asked me a question about yeah. that yesterday he was not that Brable was not a good coach on a bad team. Well, first off, the bottom line is eight and sixteen. Okay. Number two is how many games could they have won in, in if he had put that team in a better situation to do so. And I know the talent discrepancy. I understand the offensive line. I do that and everything. But there are times that a coach can win a game with his – I just think it would almost got to with Vrabel, just quite frankly, that, you know, I, this is my talent and I'm a good coach and they can't win. 
you know, and I'm not going to do anything to, you know, put it. Certainly you can dumb down a game. If you have lesser talent, you know how to keep yourself in those games. And pretty much he did that, right? I mean, how many losses were one, one score or less, right? A lot of them. But I just, Mike Tomlin wins games every year and he has inferior talent to the teams he's beating. Sure. Okay? In that division, especially now, with in that division, what, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, you know, and he's still there. So that's my point, yep. is that can a good coach elevate his team? Uh, and I, I didn't see that with Mike Vrabel these last two years. And I, I think, Am I missing something? No, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. And I think we'll also get to see the injury bug that the Titans have had for really three to four years straight at, at this point. Does it change with a different philosophy? Because, I mean, it's not going to be the same offensive and defensive philosophy now with Brian Callahan. If the Titans have a magically healthy year this year, a magically healthy year. I love. I, I think you want. I think, I think you look at Mike Vrabel's style, and I think he's got to look at it and say maybe you can't do that with the limited practices, the no playing in preseason anymore. I, I'm that's another thing I'm interested in. But I agree with you. I I talked about it all year long. You can't have a record like you do right now and say that you're an elite level coach, even with the roster uh, that what it was. I think it was. It's it's better than the. Six and eighteen, or what? Eight and eight 16, and sixteen. Whatever it is. That's all I'm saying. Did he, as with his coaching acumen, did he elevate this team to be better than it was? In other words, overcome those deficiencies. It almost like he resigned himself to it. That hey, this team's not good enough to win, yeah. and I'll do the best. I don't know. I'm you know. I think that I think the you know the national narrative. And the reality are somewhere in the middle. Would I hire Mike Vrabel? Yeah, sure I would. Yeah, I don't have any problem with that. But I, what I saw of him the last two years made me more suspect because it's easy to run out front. What happens when you're behind and you got to catch up? Yeah. How did he handle that? I don't think very well. Well, and if you would have listened to the national media, and I kind of, bought into it a little bit, you would have thought Vrabel would have been a head coach already. And we talked about it last segment. Jobs are filling up and really only I think the odds are that he's not. Yeah. Right. And if I'm betting one way or the other, he's he's on the outside looking in as a head coach. And I I think Well of course it is to Diana Rossini, not to you or not to me anyway. I mean eight eight and sixteen, buddy, is eight and sixteen. I don't care if you got a bunch of you know, people out there that can't play dead in a cowboy movie. I don't care. Well, and I think you see, you hear about the national media, but I think the NFL is kind of. They well, they've have, mishandled uh, the, the Malik Willis, totally mishandled him. He's, you know, obviously not a part of the future here or anywhere. I don't know, but they totally mishandled him. And. Do you and, and everybody? Well, they bring in Andre Dillard. Do you think Vrabel? Who's Andre Dillard? We got him. Hey, no, he was absolutely part of that decision, as we found out from Amy today, where she made it clear. If you go back and look at that press release, it's on TitansOnline.com. Right. Don't read the first. Don't read anything about the the, the news is at the bottom. 
okay, where she has quoted as saying that Rand is in total football control. That was never stated ever for Rand Carthine until this morning. That's all I'm saying. Is that enough? All right. Um, Grizz tonight at the uh, Heat, as a matter of fact. Didn't the Heat just uh, trade for somebody, just sign somebody? Uh, uh, yes, uh, Terry uh, Rozier. There you go. For Kyle Lowry. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Lowry's bounced everywhere. All right, yeah, that's again. tonight. We got uh, 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30. The McFarlane this afternoon, and everybody calls up and, and say, Mr. Gaddies is not dead. Everybody, thank you for listening. Jim Rome next.